adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast. We are episode 14 cinco. 45, baby. 45. <laughs> Miguelito's back. How you doing, David? You're looking good. Schvelt? Schvelt. Yeah. <laughs> no, Schvelt is bad. No, Schvelt is good. Schvelt is like tight. No, if you look Schvelt... Yeah, Schvelt is good. Is that good? Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of looking tight and Schvelt, uh, I'm wearing a three-piece suit. You I don't, look fire. I was just going to say. I I, <laughs> I bought a three-piece, but I only wear two pieces for appointments. And I'm like, I don't have a wedding <laughs> in the foreseeable future, so I'm going to start wearing my vest to the uh Tell what, podcast. what uh, Karina said to you when you walked upstairs. Oh, yeah. Well, she goes, what, did you just get off the Titanic? <laughs> That's pretty good. That was good. Yeah. That was I was perfect. more going for like a mobster look. but uh, And yeah, I think I think you're pulling it off there. Thank you, sir. But it's it's an aggressive look. I don't know if I could pull this off like actually in like casual. Like if I showed up and didn't address that I had a vest on, I don't know if you can get by with that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you did just come from work too, so. Yeah, but do, if I walked in with this and I, I had a vest on, you wouldn't make a comment and be like. Nice vest, bro. <laughs> okay. You, your guy would wear a vest. I definitely wear a vest. Yeah, just a yeah. vest though, right? But I told you my favorite look. My just the vest, <laughs> just the vest. Yes, my favorite look though, really, is I, I like a uh, button down. Oh, I have one, I have a button down on. Mm-hmm. Um, little chest meat showing. Yeah, with a blazer. That's a good look. That's my favorite. Yeah, like Ray Donovan type of vibe. That's a very Ray Donovan you know, outfit that you have on. With right the now. All, listen, all black is the. I don't know. It's just the easiest thing to do, and it looks the best always. Yeah. You can never go wrong. You're like Johnny Cash. Everything matches, which is nice. Yeah. Um, the other thing uh, that we want I want to mention is that uh, I am sitting here with my tail between my legs um, <laughs> and I lost our bet. I said I'd get a thousand subscribers by the end of the year on YouTube. We're currently at 200 something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know what happened. There must be something wrong with the algorithm, <laughs> but we had a nice meal at uh, Wild Fusion. Yes. And uh, we put down quite a few rolls. Yep. Uh, it was a good meal, but I uh, do pay up on my bets. Yes, and you do. You I are a be... man of your word, my friend. And speaking of you know failed goals, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, um, but first, hope everybody had a uh, Merry Christmas and everybody enjoyed the holidays. And it's coming fast, all right? Like the new year is just, this is the last episode of, is that right? This yeah. This is the last yeah. episode of 2020. Yeah. Um, incredible. Incredible year, but also a tough one. Uh, so bef- before we do that, Let's talk a little father figure, okay. pod bod, dad bod update. Have you done anything athletic? I have. I started lifting three pound weights in the morning. Okay. Because that's what's available in our house. Okay. Um, I have been doing some air squats. Nice. And I've incorporated my walking again. The walking. The walking. Uh, I'm hoping that you know my Apple Watch will be coming soon. Uh, and hint. Ooh. And uh, the other thing that I've been incorporating, which I think you'll like because it's very efficient, it's effective, um, and convenient. convenient. Mm, my guy. I had to remember. It's my guy. I watched our goals episode <laughs> uh, on the way here. So I've been doing air jump ropes, jump roping. Okay. So no no actual no rope. jump rope, just jumping in the air and doing this right. while Livy's in her bouncer. She gets a kick out of it. She tires her out. 
and then I get a workout in, and you could track how many I'm jumps gonna you're I'm going to need you to record that, and the people want to see it. So I'm literally just jumping in the air, doing this motion. Yep. And you know that really does make you better at jump rope, right? Yeah. Did you I, know? I was a good jump roper. Were you? I think we talked about it way back yes. when. I like jump roping, right. and I got obsessed with boxing for a little bit, just watching it mm-hmm. and watching the buildup to the Mayweather um, Pacquiao. It was a, it was a long Something time ago. Something like that, yeah. Um, and I started doing the jump rope and I, I just like the workouts of boxer yep. MMA fighter type stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing the air because I don't go outside and I don't have the space. Jump roping is incredible. Yeah. Um, back when I was in high school, I went into my sophomore year, no, finished my sophomore season, right? Mm-hmm. Just being able to touch the rim mm-hmm. and I had a goal of like dunking. So somebody, uh, I forget who it was, one of the trainers that, I was playing AAU basketball with that program. They said, get into jump roping and do it every day for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I jump roped every day for 20 minutes. I grew probably an inch and a half from my sophomore season to my junior season. So it wasn't crazy. I was dunking two hands just by jump roping. And you would ju- no, it was just strictly jump roping. No I like mean, tricky jump roping. No, no, no. It was just regular jump roping, but it was doing it for 20 minutes nonstop. Every time you would mess up, you would just keep going. Got and it. then it was a, a just a system though. A very simple system. It was 10 on the right leg, 10 on the left, 10 double. 10 on the right, 10 uh-huh. left, 10 double. 20 minutes straight every single day. I literally I mean, how big is a basketball? What's the inches on that? Probably 8 mm. to 10 inches. It sounds right. Right? <laughs> I have no idea. So if you think about just being able to touch the rim to then being able to dunk with two hands, yeah. I literally increased my vertical by a foot. But technically, you don't need to clear eight inches to dunk a basketball, right? Because you can, if you can palm it, you just got to get your wrist above it. Uh, yeah, but I, I did. Th- I just blow your mind with no. that breakdown. Well, I'm trying to think about it because the the wrist, the whole wrist needs to get above. Yeah, but it's the rim. for your wrist to get above. But the ball too, right? Because if you could palm it, the ball is still higher than your wrist. Yeah, but I'm saying that you didn't add another ten. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you didn't add the vertical. I'm yeah. just saying that's not. Yeah, I think you, maybe you know right what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like, because if you can dunk, if you can palm a b- basketball, yeah. Like I've snuck in a dunk or two in my heyday. I didn't jump like that. You just get a little above the rim. We told the alley story, right? Yes, multiple times. Right. Yeah, I, I, damn, I, I wanted to tell. You it can again. look back to that. We'll try to recreate <laughs> it in our old age. Right. Um, but no, I love jump roping. Calorie wise, I've been obsessed with calories, which yep. everyone knows, and counting them and how to burn the maximum amount of calories with the little least amount of work. And my stand up desk, walking, and I'm incorporating the jump rope while hanging with Livy. So I know Mike, right? And I know he's a big accountability guy. Uh-oh. So I've I've figured that now moving forward, every single episode, I'm going to ask you, Mike, have you done anything athletically? Yes. So now you know were it's- Were you surprised there. I said yes? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I think I knew that you were, because you've been saying you wanted to get back into it. Um, and I think it's good. I think us as dads, I think it's important that we stay active and we try to do our best to stay fit. Uh, suit looks incredible on you, so. Thank you. And the systems we, we were talking about prior to recording- Yep. A hard thing for me, I feel like the world's conspiring against me because I'm getting into a routine then all of a sudden something, happens. something happens with the world. I know it's not just That's me. That's life though, man. It really is. Absolutely. But to this extent, it's been pretty wild lately. Yep. Like the rat situation, we're doing a reno, so we got rid of a bunch of stuff in the basement. And like, it's just when you 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 strip it all down, mm-hmm. the, thing, the push-up thing, which I also, I kind of achieved, but didn't really for the previous year, and we can get into it. Um <laughs> When you strip it down and you can do stuff that you can do anywhere, that's where the magic happens. Because mm-hmm. in theory, even a jump rope action is a lot more easy to incorporate than a push-up. 
Yes. So even now, just hopping around for a Mike, couple of jumps. Mike at open houses yeah. is going to be jump roping. Technically, you could do that. <laughs> you can, Walking, absolutely. jump rope. It's things yep. that you can do anywhere. So uh, the the thought is still there. I'm just keep refining it. I know you always want me to ask, how it's are you a- doing? The button, the double button with the cheddar showing is a nice look. You like that? You look good. You look lean. Yes. Well, it's the black, too. Is it the black? It's the black. It's definitely the black. But do you know you're weighing at any given time? Or I you told never you. We, yeah, we spoke about it. I'm like between 225, 227, maybe 230 on a holiday, you know? So do you just look in the mirror and you're like, today's a good day. Yeah. I've been doing good this Oh, I week. tell myself that today's going to be a great day every day. You know that. Well, yeah. And we know the post. You're doing your workout posts. So we Some, know Sometimes, though. That's a lot of... Well, usually I just, you know, acknowledge the fact that I worked out. Yeah. But I've been trying to add some more content by showing people what I'm actually doing in the gym. It's a lot of work though. Yeah. It really it's is a tough. lot of work. Cause then you got to prop the phone up. Yeah. I propped it up on a fire extinguisher the other day and the thing almost went off. The fire extinguisher? Yeah. That'd be like great. it almost, cause Spray I put it on the handle. Right. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying for the people, you know, yeah. you got to get someone to record you. Just walk around and follow you. It's <laughs> like a sidekick. Um, recipe. Yes. Let's talk a little, uh, chefing with no snooze. I guess that's the name. Um, I had an idea of, you know, Tell him Mike made it. Love it. And then tell him Dave ate it. <laughs> it's hilarious. But we'll we'll stick with Chef and with no snooze. So that's a good one. Are you gonna bring this to the people every week? I'm gonna I'm going to try. I'm not gonna commit Be to it. Be careful. This is a goals. Yeah, a goals I'm not thing. doing that again. <laughs> the thing that we'll get into today, and the biggest change was that all of the and I spoke about in previous episodes, all of the downtime we used to have, when you have a baby, and I know I'm preaching to the choir with everyone who has kids. Your time slots, your your free time gets decimated immediately. I felt like I had half the time this year yep. to do double the work and you know adding the element of other business ventures like no snooze. So moving forward, I will not commit to things and say I'm going to do something unless I know for a fact I can squeeze it in, which I'm not sure I can. That's um, what I. That's what I do, Michael. I know it's, it's impressive. No, no, no. But that that's it right there. I don't get involved. And things that I believe that I we had the debate upstairs with CV. Yeah, I like the idea of doing different things and all of this, but I'm at a point in my life that I need to find uh, congruency. And if something doesn't align with you know my interests, my personal interests, professional interests, my family interests, it's not worth it for me anymore. Right? Like even the club scene used to love, love, love the club scene. Three loves. (laughs) Seriously though, I did right, but. Yeah, I still like the idea of doing it, but there's no, I can't wake up really grateful and try to be the best father and husband, and then I'm going to the club at night, right? So yeah. it's the same thing with with interest. I'm not going to get involved in any, in any business venture that I physically can't commit to mm-hmm. and put that same level that we do into no snooze and you know yeah. our full-time jobs yeah. as dads and husbands. Yeah. But having it forced, at least forced my hand with the baby mm-hmm. that I had to make the decisions. I cut out so much extra stuff that I used to do that I could do just because I can't do it anymore. And it's like you come to a realization. Anyway, part of that, uh, creating more time for ourselves to do things we actually want to do. One of the things I love to do is cook. But one of the things I also uh, eat up a lot of time is cooking every day. So it's funny because the chefing with no snooze tag, I'm not actually cooking a lot of stuff. I'm taking, you know, corners and doing things and getting pre-prepared things mm-hmm. so that it's just quicker. So technically I'm not really chefing, but that's part of the fun to it. That's good. So first recipe is the protein br- protein brownie batter. 
Ooh, talk to me. You ever go, let me paint a picture for you. You know when someone's making brownies in the house, and Dana, I know you oh. haven't done it in a while, so maybe <laughs> in the future. Ooh, my wife just made brownies. She's not, Did very, she? I'm not going to blow her spot, so she's not the best baker. Look, I got some time because I know she doesn't listen to the Notes News podcast for a couple weeks. Yeah. Did Sports Center just go Clemson up? Clemson just people, got a rematch against I don't, I don't number know if Nordane. the people heard that. Um, it'd be nice if you, you put the phone on vibrate. It's Michael. never on. So. But anyway, my wife is not the best baker, but she made some incredible brownies the other night. I love how we whisper like they're not <laughs> yeah. going to hear this. So hopefully they skip this episode. Um, so this recipe is very straightforward. I've been focusing on the macros, which I'm still figuring out what the hell that means. But basically, you check your fat, your um, carb. Wait, are you being serious now? Yeah. You're trying to figure out what macros mean? I mean, I know what they mean vaguely. I haven't really researched so like, it's ratios. Your, it's just your big nutrients, your macro That would be nutrients. your nickname, the big nutrient. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, that's all macros is. It, you have micro, which is small, and you have macro, which is big. So Micro, the, small. <laughs> macro. <laughs> I like that. But the, um, the big three... Tell yeah. me about the big three. So the big three. So I'm tracking fat, carbs, and protein. I'll be honest. The reason I even am mentioning this is because all these recipes that I see on YouTube, that's what they talk about. <laughs> I don't really track that. I'm tracking primarily calories. But once I try to add this muscle and we get down to the body percentage, which we'll talk about, yep. I need to be a little more strategic. So this one's easy. Box of sugar-free pudding, chocolate edition. You could do others. I know the chocolate works well with it. Um, full box, 120 calories. Real nice. A uh, cup of unsweetened almond milk, only 30 calories, mm. um, and then a scoop of protein. I use IsoPure. I like it because it's. I think it's zero carb. Or Orgain, right? Or oh, yeah, <laughs> I use Orgain, um, but I do use Orgain, but for different stuff. Um, I'm getting. I'm in the process of getting rid of a lot of things that I got previously, like a lot of Quest chips and things yep. that I still enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting the phase. I need to rotate things. So. This recipe, you literally just mix it and throw it in the fridge, and it's ready in an hour. And it tastes just like brownie batter. I was going to paint the picture. I completely forgot about it. You know when someone's making brownies, and you get to lick the bowl, or you get to... It gives you that effect. So although you could eat it in like a little bowl, it might be better to put it in a big bowl and replicate like you just made... A full thing of brownies. A full thing of brownies. I like it. Someone try it out. Tag us and let me know what you think. Um, I I think it's phenomenal. This is valuable stuff right here. I'm liking this. Total of 230 calories, which isn't great, but it's not terrible. Um, And then you get uh, 25 grams of protein. It's literally whatever you put in as far as protein scoop. So if you want to do double protein. Five five scoops of protein. Exactly. If you want to do a Dave (laughs) recipe, just quadruple it. but it's it's nice. It gives me that chocolate hit with my coffee at the end of the day. Beautiful. I'm loving this new segment. Thank you, Micro Pirelli. Yes. <laughs> but what should I know about macros? Do you need to, like, I know you're trying to focus on getting a, ca- a, a gram of protein per pound, right, they say? A gram of protein per pound, correct, yeah. Okay. Well, that's, for, that's to optimize muscle. Which I'm trying to do, obviously. Yeah. But if I'm doing the one meal a day, which I'm still doing, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to get 200 grams of protein in one meal yes oh well one meal is that's ridiculous and also the way that your liver works and your kidneys it actually f- would flush that out anyway because you could there's debates you can only absorb 20 to 50 um grams of protein at one sitting yeah it's, it's crazy so when people really yeah when people have shakes of like i used to do this is that so. true i think so i mean it's science-based so we need to get a scientist on here but anyway the the biggest thing with the macros is yes you you develop a plan so 
you have a, you know, I'm all about plans, right? And you stick to the plan. But now if people are just trying to fit, say they're, they, they have to reach the number of a hundred for their grams of protein, mm-hmm. right? So let's call it 150. Cause okay. I don't want people to think there are a hundred pound people out there that are trying to get the hundred grams of protein. Right. So yeah. let's go 150. That's my weight loss. Go now. Get you can't just look at the box of Oreos and say, wow, there's five grams of protein in four cookies. I just need to get all the way up to the 150. That's not how it works. Are you there have to, five grams of protein? I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, it's something small. My yeah, point yeah. is you have to be eating high quality foods and it doesn't make any sense to count your macros unless you're involving high quality food content in it. Got Does it. that make sense? Okay. Right? So the whole pudding angle. That's great. That oh, gets that's, by. It's sugar oh, free. So. Abs- no, no. I think yeah. that's great. And also what counting the macros does is you take the opportunity to, you know, feed your body with the high quality foods, which allows you at the end of the night, if you do have, say you have 50 macros available, um, you, you eat what you want to eat, right? So if you do want to eat three Oreos, treat yourself. Yeah. Don't cheat yourself. Um, but having that calorie bank, I've loved mm-hmm. the, the thing that I'm missing at the moment and I, with the Apple watch is going to fill in is knowing what I'm burning or at least a ballpark. So then I can adjust that to be more flexible. Cause right now I'm really kind of just tracking calories, getting into that routine. Yep. Um, I know my, my metabolic rate when I'm not working out. Mm. So if, if I were to just sit on the couch for 24 hours, I'm actually still burning between 26 and 2,800 calories. What is that called again? How crazy is that? The <sighs> MCAR or something? I don't. I don't want to speak on it. Because something I, yeah, KCAL. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know exactly what it is. So the the bro science I'll throw in here because I'm a bro scientist. Um, apparently there is the resting calories you burn, mm-hmm. right? And protein, you 20 to 30% of the calories from intaking protein is used to burn that protein off. So if you have hundred calories of protein, you really only have 70 calories. That's the theory. So a calorie is not a calorie. A calorie is not a calorie. Not all calories were made the same. Yes. That's, that's true. what I was trying to that, say. That is hundred percent true. Right. Yep. Have you heard that before? Yeah, where it's yeah. the, if you have protein, then. And fiber mm-hmm. means filling. Uh, that's something I picked up from all my videos. The higher in fiber it is, the more satiated. It's mm. a good word right there. Look at you. The more satiated you'll be throughout the day. That's right. This is good. This is good stuff. I'm learning. Uh, and we're closing the year. You're 30 pounds down. Hell yeah. Looking beautiful. I don't know why I just said hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought it was important. We sit down at the end of the year. We uh, first want to acknowledge the wins for the year before we beat ourselves up and talk about the goals that were accomplished and were not accomplished for the wonderful year of 2020. Yes. Right. So podcasts though, um, let's, let's acknowledge the wins here. We had a studio through Granoff architects, right? Yes. Great opportunity. Uh, but then COVID kind of came. So now we're back on the market. Can you imagine that? Yeah. We got a studio right? next week. <laughs> the world shuts down. I know. I know. But the, the, I mean, this is the reality of it. So it was good to document the uh, the wins and the losses. So I, I view that as a win because we did accomplish what we did want, yeah. but then we lost it yes. and we didn't get it back. So yeah. I guess we I guess we lost it. But anybody out there that um, you know does want to partner with us mm-hmm. for some studio space, uh, definitely reach out to us, right? Yeah. We're super flexible. In a perfect world, it would be in a Greenwich location, a Porchester, a White Plains, yeah. something within our you know sweet spot. Yeah. Um, if you're outside that area, definitely still reach out. Um, but yeah, we're we're flexible as far as partnerships. We can have Dave maybe like move some bricks or something in your office if you need help. <laughs> yeah, move, yeah, Dave will move so furniture, furniture for a full year. Instagram, 
the Instagram godfather is here. No, we just want to say thank you to everybody. Yes. Right, for their incredible support on Instagram. Yes. We have achieved the goal of 10K in a year. Yes. Uh, but just to be clear with people, th this was a very um, strategic process. And every single month, I was sitting down and I did a SMART goal, right? We mm -hmm. always talk about the SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and the timeline. I'm so happy you didn't quiz me. <laughs> but so every month I would sit down and I'd say, okay, well, this is, this is where we're at in terms of followers. Mm -hmm. This is what we need. And then I would break that down by the 30 days or the 31 days that are in the month to say, okay, well... This, this month, we need 25 new followers to get to this goal. And we track that progress and that process every single step of the way. We'll do a full episode on the tactics that were utilized because I do think that could be beneficial to people. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, it was fun for me personally watching, and this is, this is what I, I love in life, the process. And when you see yourself accomplishing a goal, even if I didn't hit the goal of 25 new followers a day, if there was a day that I got 17, it was still a win for us because we got 17 new followers through it. Um, and, and when you track the progress through an entire process and you look back on it, it's incredible. Yeah. And now we're sitting nice and pretty 10 and a half, right? 10.5 K, something like that. And the engagement's been great. Yes. I mean, I, I'm, yep. Dave's the primary one on the Instagram. And I see all the conversations yes, and the yes. comments, and it's pretty wild. Yeah, no, but it's um, it, it was definitely well done. Happy 10K. Yes, happy 10K. Happy 10K. Uh, and then also on the YouTube front, which we already know how the subscribers went. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> they, it's um, all right. They would just watch on Instagram. Don't. Worry. Yeah, they. We must have faces for Instagram. Right. Um, we had some. We have a good amount of views. We're just about at 10,000 views. Um, on, which, the, on the YouTube, on the YouTube, but total, we're well over twenty thousand downloads for the podcast. Yes, so thank you again to the people because yeah. that's huge. It's pretty funny. I just I, I said it way back when, but it still surprises me when people either like say something they make like an inside joke about the podcast, yeah, or you hear of a story of someone recognizing the logo somewhere. Yes, it tickles me. Right. Yeah, it's very funny. And you said we were not going to talk about the story, but have to. I have to tell I gave you a softball for that yeah, one. Yeah, you really just teed me up nice. So long story short, I meet this guy. I'm downtown White Plains, kind of a random area. I don't know this guy. I would like for you to reach out because I he wasn't wasn't my favorite. Um, I love but, you, though, whoever you yeah. are. But he goes, you're one of the no snooze guys, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I don't really like you guys. I'm like, I look at him like super awkward because I'm like, well, I don't really know what to say. But then I, I take a minute. I'm like, well, you know what? Thanks for checking us out. I appreciate the feedback, but you know what? Not everybody in life is going to like you, right? And we got to understand that. He goes, nah, I think it's you. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I don't really like you. I like the other guy that you do the podcast with. I'm like, my again, guy. in my head, I'm like, I want to flick this guy in his forehead, right? But <laughs> Was I, it a big dude? No. But I, I, this <laughs> That's was, why I didn't like you. This is why it was yeah. even better. But I look at him and I say, yeah, that's Mike. He's one of my best friends. He's the best. Right? Appreciate it, Dave. And he goes, you're not a, uh, he said, you're not upset. And then I, this is when I was super honest with him. Yeah. I said, no, I'm not upset. I'm offended. Really? Yeah. I said, I'm offended. And then he goes, there is one thing that I, that I like that you do. And he looks at me and he goes, the no snooze, baby. Come on. He didn't wink though. But it was terrible. It was really a bad experience. I'm not gonna lie. I, That's I so really, bizarre. No, to it, go it up was, to someone and especially of your size, 
and be like, you're one of the dudes, I don't like you. And then after you pry a little bit, you say you're not upset. He was like poking the bear. Yeah. And honestly, though, I I believed that it was... Thank you, though, whoever said that. Well, (laughs) yeah, but also I do believe that this guy was a little bit of a hater. Yeah, he was absolutely a hater. So come forward. He didn't like me. He was just getting you riled up. (laughs) Come forward if you please. Um, And I did see your Toyota that you walked into. Um, So don't know your name, but I do know that you have a great Toyota, so... I had a, a guy comment on our um, the Tell Mike Sent You page, and he wrote, did I ever share this with you guys? No, no. He wrote, stop trying to follow me. You are the most, uh, you're the most unoriginal, f- try to want to be foodie guy <laughs> I ever met. Give it up, bruh. And Give then up, remember bruh. I texted you, yes, I'm like, should I yes. respond back to this guy? And I just wrote back, thanks for the support, bruh. <laughs> That's a good one. So. That's good. But really, I guess the lesson there is, look, if you put yourself out there and you guys are, are doing anything in your life and you're consistent about it, people are going to catch on. You're going to get an audience, but you have to understand, and this is what we're, we're seeing too, not everybody is going to like it and that's okay. And they're entitled to their opinions, but I will guarantee, and I heard this one time, people who criticize you are rarely doing better than you are. It's usually people who want some sort of thing that you have, that you're doing, that they criticize you to then bring you back down. And I'm guilty of that myself. Right? Yeah. Like I, I do, I especially in, in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done that in past relationships with, with friends. So I, I get it. Um, but it's something that you, you have to learn. You have to understand it and move past it. Something that I do that I don't know if it's healthy. I lean into it sometimes. Like if I get a comment, I'll be like, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're like absolutely. What do you think we should do? Like, I lean into it yeah. just to rile them up, just a to rile more, them up, which is probably not the mature yeah, thing to do, but it's fun. It's better than responding um, in 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 a bad way. Yeah, because you know? sometimes you do a showing and it's like someone coming to an open house and they're very um, adversarial and just want to argue with you. Yep. So I'm like, I like lean into them. Like, yeah, you're right. This is way overpriced. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And like, you just kind of appease them. No, it's a good point. Because you're some, not going to win them over, so you might as well have a little fun. Yes, and you've told me some great stories on that. But honestly, sometimes also, and this is what I'm trying to do now, people are just angry in life, right? They're angry at their situation. They're not happy with where they're at. I need to learn, and this is going to be a topic for 2021 when we talk about that, Okay, is still being empathic and choosing empathy to those people because for whatever reason in their life, they're not happy. So I need to find a way to not belittle them even more than they're already feeling. I need to choose the opposite thing, understand kind of where they're coming from, realize that that's not problem. That that's really not how you feel. Right. And you probably don't want to act that way, but something is going on in your life that's making you feel that way. So I want to choose empathy all the time. Yeah. Empathy is a good move. Uh, I don't understand what you're saying right now and don't uh, <laughs> empathize with it. But yeah. <laughs> Very good, Michael. Very good. Um, Launch the merch. Yes. That was a big one. What's tell everybody the Webby? Uh, no snooze shop dot com. And we've we're not going to lie. We've had some bumps with um, deliveries and things understandably during covid yep we're working through those we're excited for 2021 yes some new Um, designs coming too some new variations some we're not going to go too over the top it's not going to be like you know we're going to put like mike's face on a t-shirt and sell it that bestseller yeah (laughs) especially to that one guy he'll love that one (laughs) um but some fun stuff in the pipeline we should do a, a team mike team dave 
sure it's pretty fun. I'll buy I'll buy a thousand. I was gonna to make say, you feel terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just wear yours around. I'm like, a, no, no, I'll be empathetic about it though. I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the shop's been good though. It's been I we got we, I have to get organized on that front because there is and this is like inside baseball for a lot of people. There's so many ways to buy things these days mm-hmm. and services Apple Pay, Google oh, Pay, yeah. all that. It's unbelievable yep. the variations in the way stuff's coming in. So, you know, I, we'll figure out what's the best way to buy for us and way, the way we make the most money, and I'll let you guys know. Cool. Yeah. Not stuff. you guys, the people buying. I'll let, tell them to buy tell a certain them. way so we make Good. more money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Orgain sponsorship. Right, even though you just spoke about uh, your ISO <laughs> ISO Pure, <laughs> pretty good. good. ISO Pure is good though. I'm not gonna lie, it's good. They are good, and I'm not. I don't think you should, can just have one protein. Uh, if you want all your protein needs, you go to Orgain for sure. That's the <laughs> That's the it. foundation. But it's not bad to mix in other things because I everyone's agree. got benefits. I agree totally. But the Orgain is great because of the uh, plant based, yes. right? So, yeah. and I'm sure other companies do it. But ISO Pure actually is great because aren't they the they're no carb, right? No or carb, but the, low carb. the or game might be nice because it might be lower cal, which you know I'm all yeah, about. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But so. uh, you know, you have a big box brand like that um, that we actually utilize the product, reaches out, ends up you know doing a deal with us. So yeah, that, was fun. It, it, that was nice. Um, so we've had some some really good successes along this year um, in terms in terms of the podcast. Uh, are we ready to dive into some of the things that we put out there for episode two? And just to give context, um, our our second episode ever, we did an episode on goals mm-hmm. where Mike and I sat down and we basically spoke about some goals for 2020. Yep. So here we are at the end of 2020 and we are about to share what was fulfilled and what was not fulfilled mm-hmm. and then some stuff leading into uh, 2021. Yeah. Love it. All right. You want to start us off? Because uh, daddy over here doesn't have too many I fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> well... The first, I, I remember speaking on a uh, financial goal, and that one was fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it was fulfilled is because of the system. We always talk about systems that was in place. Thank God, because of COVID, our full time jobs stayed the same. Right, I work local government. Wife's a teacher. The salaries remain the same, so we were able to achieve the goal by just strictly sticking to the system that was in place. Mm-hmm. If you want to call it, I just don't want to give the actual dollar amount, but use $500 as a round number. And we were able to every single paycheck put away that same amount of money, call it $500, mm-hmm. do that every month to then add it up at the end of the year to have a successful financial goal. Beautiful. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and fi- $500 is a lot of money. And that just was to a, like a that. savings account to yes. be prepared to, for whatever the exactly. application is. So. The other side of that, <laughs> there was um, I, I used to I used to have a really good consulting gig, mm-hmm. um, and, and also working within Westchester County, and that opportunity I had it in January, had it in February. By March fifteenth, it's completely gone. Mm-hmm. So I ended up losing out on like you know thirty thousand dollars for the year, but was still able to buckle down and do the financial side of things, which taught me a lot because Mm -hmm. it showed me that I was spending a lot of money on places that really didn't need to be spent. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I did lose that. I lost that job. Um, And that was a, that was a tough hit for me. I'm not going to lie. I think it, I think it was, you know what I noticed when I lose things or I fall or I fail in a process, you could use the word, it get, it gets to my head. Okay. Right. Like, and and it's, it's a mental battle. Mm. I, I think, the idea of of me basically being fired 
yeah. is a terrible was a terrible thing, right? Yeah. So it didn't yeah. didn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. So once I got over that and realized, okay, well, we have to budget different ways. You know what? We ended up we ended up doing all right. Um, and then tied to that, because there was a, also the investment property that we were interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made some moves in our initial investment property that we already have. Uh, we redid a deck to get some more money, created a new entrance. So that side of things was great. But we did not. And this was a fail. This was a fail wow. versus a fall because no progress whatsoever was made towards an additional investment property. You saved the money. No, it's not progress because to to me, no, no, that was a separate. That was those were two. Yeah, separate but you still things. have your liquid in other areas, yeah, which allow li- you to. I guess, but to me, when I always talk fail versus fall, right? Failing is exactly what I did because it's not like I, you know put offers in on four homes and I just, it just didn't work out and I was outside of my control. This was, I didn't even put myself in a position. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember speaking, you know, as a partnership with my mother-in-law because she's getting ready to retire. Didn't even really have the conversation because of all the stuff that was going on. But at the end of the day, I still could have made another investment and I just, I didn't, I failed. Okay. I did. I definitely did. Um, but I did make the Peloton investment. Yes. So that was, that was good, but not, in the in the lane that I wanted to with real estate. Yep, which is not the worst thing. You know, it's not bad that you still made progress. So, thank, thank you, Michael. I, I appreciate the um, you know the pat on the back. You're welcome. <laughs> I, that's what we try to do here. We try to encourage that's and right. uh, inspire. Now, uh, so I also took a step back as far as like a salaried type situation. This year was interesting because it was the first year where I cut the umbilical cord, so to speak, to the firm. Because I was assisting the owners. So I would make a certain amount each year based on what they helped generate or mm-hmm. what I helped them with. Okay. So there was a stipend, a weekly pay or a monthly pay, bi-weekly, weekly, a weekly pay, and then bonuses throughout the year that were guaranteed basically. So this was the first year where I didn't have that. So that's something I had to overcome. And I was able to, and I beat my previous year and replaced that income with my own business, which I failed at the, um, the commercial deals, which we talked about. Um, I was going to do five. I had about seven, anywhere from three to seven. Wait, inter- specify a little bit. You wanted to close, you wanted to close five deals. I wanted to say I deals in commercial, basically five commercial deals. So before COVID, I had all this action going on in the commercial world. I had a deal that I was just about to sign, so I was kind of hedging my bet. I was going to, you know, have one in the chamber. COVID hit, lost everything. All commercial got destroyed in general. The market tightened up, and then when I went on my listing appointments, it was me against this other big time agent in town. I keep, I kept getting rejected and losing deals to this woman. Come to find out, she's been talking poorly about me to everyone that she has been interviewing with, and I found mm. that through another client. Which made me giggle, and I got emotional and pissed off, and then I doubled down on the commercial stuff, which wasn't smart because our residential arm is doing very well. And it was my first year where I'm doing everything mostly independently. Mm-hmm. Um, so the positive is that I beat my previous year, which is what I wanted to do. On my own, I didn't get any type of bonus, no type of basically salary-free, 100% commission this year. Um, but the negative was that I... I did work on commercial and I learned a ton. I actually got a job offer from a commercial agent nice. and he wanted me to start the firm for him in Greenwich. I rejected it. Great guy. Um, but I made progress on that front, but I failed miserably at the goal because I had zero deals in the commercial world this year. Mm. 
Um, but it was a it was a win on the residential side. So not to toot your horn. There was a lot of stuff in there that I just unpacked. No, but it, it it's great. I, and honestly, I think um, you know when we when we speak about these things, the the vulnerability is big. Um, so you know we're okay with we don't like it, but you know we understand that we take losses too. Yeah. Um, She's dominating me. She beat not, me out on five listings in a row. Every wow. time I'm like, if you don't mind me asking, who are you using? And they say the name. I'm like, are you kidding me? It just killed every you. time, dude. Yeah. Five in a row. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Um, but to pat, not to pat you on the back too much, but I will say, when COVID hit, you, I saw you make an extreme adjustment quickly with the virtual stuff. Dude. Um, and I'm sure it took a ton of time, but I think that in itself showed people how innovative you were, um, and how willing to get the job done that you were. And by any Thank means you. necessary, you were willing to do what it takes. And look where you're at. I mean, a, yeah. a, a, sal- a year where you didn't take a salary and you were a hundred percent commission based and you're doing the way that you're doing. I mean, that's, that's a good thing. Well, the doubt we talk about, right? Think about this. I had the meeting with my company and they're great. There's nothing against them, but we basically decided to part ways as far as me helping them mm-hmm. um, and assisting them literally before the new year, three weeks, three months into the new year, right when everything's going to start to really take off, like our busiest time COVID hits. Yep. I'm like, Holy baby literally on the way <laughs> right two months until his baby's here and yep. I, I i didn't think the market was gonna go crazy i'm like i have to sell properties i don't know what i'm gonna do it was wild it was uh, a wild time um but just, thank you for the yes. uh, adjusting quickly everything took so much longer and still does because you have to do these you have to sign off on everything every showing i have to wear a mask like it's just there's a lot of variables now yeah but it's good it makes you tighter mm-hmm. um on the professional staying there. I had set a goal for a social media entrepreneurship with uh, the youth. It was a great program. The youth. Right? I like how you said yeah, that. Yeah. And specifically, it's it's more high school based okay. um, and, and young college students. So I go in front of the board. This was, I spoke about this on episode two, that this was the initiative that I wanted to bring to the local municipality that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Bring the program, create this nice proposal, pitch it to the town board, unanimous decision it's a go the program itself was funded for like 50 to 60 thousand mm-hmm. dollars and then my salary adjustment was about twenty five thousand dollars so i remember this happening on the first uh, the first town board meeting in february full approval i remember i sent you the video yep. of basically our town leadership you know, acknowledging the fact that this program was good because I'm thinking of the goals episode. I'm like, man, I really spoke this thing to existence. They moved the money over, right? <laughs> Everything is good, gold. As soon as COVID hits us, the, the town board had to retract all new money that was put into the current budget. So that $50,000 gone, the salary adjustment gone. So the goal failed. Gold. Yeah, gone. <laughs> Yeah, what was that, gold? That says gone and failed to have one. Gold. But sh- that's rough. I mean, you can't. And then again, I was like, wow, you know what? There's another hit. I'm taking it. And I didn't like it. I really didn't like it. I was upset about it. Um, but n- having that not go through was a blessing because I was thinking of this. When COVID did happen, everything basically became online. So it would have behooved them. Right. It would have been smart of them to actually go through with this because then they would have had me 
doing new things on social media and having to innovate yes. in a time when we should have. So it's actually a missed opportunity by all of us as a town, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, sucks in the long run, but we'll come up with something for, uh, for 21. But that goal, not accomplished. And let me specify, when we're, we're talking this way and being a little uh, 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 negative towards not achieving the goals, we appreciate that we were even able to accomplish a lot during this time and that a lot of people are in worse positions. We're just doing it for the dramatic effect of the episode. So don't take it the wrong way of like, woe is us. We're just commenting on our failures yes. for the year. Well, on, on the truth. Like to specify that because yep. a lot of people are in a really tough position yes. right now. 100%. And we're just, you know, commenting on our goals we set for ourselves. And we appreciate that we were even have jobs and we're able to function this year because a lot of people weren't. You know, that, so that's right. Very, just want to specify that. Well said, Michael. Thank you, sir. Um, and that's something that as a staff, yeah. right? We actually always talk about because personally for us, we were essential. We were deemed essential from the beginning and we had to report back to work. It was after four or five weeks, everybody kind of came back. Some people came back six, eight, maybe 10 weeks at max. There's still people working from home within the same town as us. Oh, yeah. So we have staff, we have team members of ours that see that and they're like, look, I could be working from home too. Mm -hmm. So we had to all humble ourselves and say, look, we're very appreciative to just have a job mm -hmm. and to have this opportunity to still receive a salary to feed our families during this time. Mm -hmm. So well said and thank you for bringing that up. Oh, you're very welcome. The other thing with all these failures that we're mentioning it, it makes you reevaluate if that's something you actually want to do, right? So like, hear me out. So the commercial thing did not go the way I planned. I spent a ton of money on commercial marketing. So, well, not a ton, a lot. So to not have done any deals and kind of get your toe in the water, I paid for my own uh, CoStar membership. It's $400 a month. So whether I sell a deal or not, or do a deal or not, I'm spending $400 a month just to get access to all the info, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing that happened was our commercial division was sold to another company and they left the building. So instead of having a commercial person to go to for advice and like a foot in the door, we don't have anyone. So literally I was getting these opportunities and going to like my principal bro principal broker and be like, what do you think? Like, do you have time? Like, and I just had to kind of research everything, get prepared to have my meeting. And it exposed that I need to get better in that avenue and it's not as easy as I thought it would be to pivot. Mm -hmm. But then I started to evaluate and I'm like, I want to do commercial deals, but I don't want to do leasing. Like I don't have time to work on leases. I want to sell buildings because if I'm selling buildings, all of that research is for the ultimate goal of getting rid of the building and it's more applicable and it's a better use of my time versus just trying to do a le lease a building, mm -hmm. right? Like if I'm going to go and go into that, that avenue, now I'm going to say no to leases. And the other thing I didn't know is that a lot of people don't offer a commission on leases. So when you are doing a commercial lease, a lot of times they don't even offer a commission for What's another the point agent. Of doing it? Exactly. So there's not a lot of agents. The reason there were so Maybe many leads, I guess. The reason there were so many leads is because no one gets paid to do leases a lot of the time mm -hmm. in commercial deals. I didn't know that. I just knew I had all these people that need to find properties, and I'll work hard to get them. And then you talk to enough brokers, and you realize, oh wow, that's why these people are flowing around yep. because they're going directly to the leasing agent at the place. And I'm trying to insert my, I'm trying to insert myself into a, a process that doesn't need me, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, it was a very illuminating year on that front, yep. but it was very humbled by realizing like, I can't do it as easy as I need some type of support system. I don't know if it makes sense for me to go and do this 
when residential is booming the way it is. Yep. So it's when you fail, sometimes you learn how to move forward and be successful in the future, even if that's not immediately after you failed, right? Like Good it point, might yep. cool off. I might not do a deal for another two years, but I've learned enough that when that opportunity presents itself, I'll be ready type of thing. Well said. I will say to piggyback on the um, learning curve for me, you always hear it from people. And I'm sure when I say it'll be like, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. But realizing what truly matters to you, right? And having the time to do the things that you enjoy and want to do. Mm-hmm. So me missing out on $30,000, I mean, seriously though, 30000 from the consulting gig mm-hmm. and another twenty five to 30000 on the salary adjustment. Mm-hmm. You're talking between fifty and sixty thousand dollars of missed money. Mm. And I will tell you that I had the best year of my marriage mm. in twenty twenty. Yeah. And partially well a lot I mean a lot of it was obviously because of the baby, but the mindset had to change. I was so gun ho money hungry that I lost sight of what really mattered to me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was now able to, you know, work a normal job and get home at six o'clock at night, I enjoy these, these little moments with my family. So if that money came to me, it would have been great. We probably would have been able to do, you know, a, a couple additional things as a family, maybe another investment here or there. Um, but the result of the failures or the falling is that, I had the best family year that I've ever had. Mm. Well said. It has been being forced to work from home for a period of time, even like a a shorter period of time, really makes you rework a lot of the things so that you're able to be home more, especially with the baby because we say it all the time, but they change so fast. Oh, it's incredible. And being able to wake up at 445, which I haven't done great in the last couple weeks, um, just for whatever reason. yeah, you're, has, not, you're not even setting an alarm, are you? No, I am. So are you? what happened was one night we had uh, Dana ordered a mattress, and it came like in a day. So I was in the middle of all of our construction we're doing. Now there's a new bed. Our bed's huge. I barely was able to get it up into the bed or into our room initially, but I had to remove it so we could put this new bed in and let it rise like it's a piece of bread. <laughs> so that one night I was like, well, you know what? There's a snowstorm. Oh, that was Let's great... make the best of it. Let's put the bed in the you living did, room. You did make it. So everyone slept. In the, I'm like, I'm not going to awesome. 445 just sitting here and being quiet while yeah. they're, they're all asleep. Like, I'm going to embrace it and I'll enjoy myself. So that day I didn't wake up. No, I was asking more more in terms of. Oh, like I'm of, just waking up no problem? Yeah, because of the baby. Like, I'm thinking like, no, well, you're not setting. sleeping good. That's awesome. That's been a night and day thing, literally. Really? Being, having a 445, 5 o'clock until like 7, 7.30 has been way easier to get wow. stuff done. That's incredible. Yeah. That is. So K- Callie, I mean, she she sleeps through the night too, but she goes to bed so early. She's yeah. so tight. She, I don't know why. Somehow she adopted the same schedule that her father's on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably because I was yeah. waking her up at 5 o'clock in the morning since yeah. she was born. Uh, but yeah, her body just wakes up between 4 and 5 o'clock now. So the time that I used to have to myself before I worked out, mm-hmm. now it's with the baby, which is cool. I mean, yeah, we, we yeah. have a blast together, um, you know. But it's just it, it's definitely it's different than what it was. We did a, a cried out night. Remember, I was telling you about yes. that. Yes, 
much stronger than we are because we did. We have not done that. My dad was so mad at me when I was talking <laughs> about it with him. I'm like, we had to because she wasn't sleeping. We were dying. So basically, just let the baby cry. Like, and you're supposed to do it for like weeks. One night, she did it for 45 minutes straight of crying. Wow. We, you can tell when it's like a whine cry and not like a, I need help cry. We fed her. We gave her, you know, um, we changed her diaper. She was ready to go to bed and you just couldn't go into the room. So we listened to her cry for 45 minutes. But ever since that day, she slept great. Wow. That's great. One day we yep. lucked out. But she'll cry and then go back to sleep. But mm-hmm. it's only like five minutes, three yep. minutes. But until that time, 45 minutes of crying, she didn't sleep through the night. Now she's doing like 8.30 to 7.30, which is incredible. Mm, so that is great. We're really enjoying that. We we got her down like one of the second nights where it was happening. And I was like, what do you want to do? She's like, oh, I don't know. Because we <laughs> usually know. goes to bed at like 10. Yeah. So by the time she goes to bed, we go to bed. So I'm like, let's watch True uh, Love Island, which I'm obsessed with, the UK version. Huh. It's good. Great show. It's boring, but it's trash TV. <laughs> great great show, but it's boring it's boring it's just a lot of like it's trash it's ultimate trash tv but i'm embracing it dana's converted me to trash tv fanatic wow um but point being this whole process waking up at 4 45 doing the no snooze life has these the new reason for doing it where days i don't need to like i have the time i don't need to wake up at 4 45 is because then i can get my stuff done and then be able to come home early for the baby or kind of just unwind and not feel guilty. My thing mm-hmm. is I always feel guilty like I should be doing more because you have all these people that are depending on you to find homes, sell homes. And when you don't do anything for a day, even if there's nothing really to do to push the needle, you still feel guilty. So by doing a bunch of things early, getting emails out, doing reports, you know, freshening a listing, you feel less guilty in the rest of the day and you're able to be more available for the family. So that's been a good change. Yes, sir. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, My Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. (sighs) I don't know, Mike. We got to set new Go. I don't want to come back here, though, in 21. (laughs) But we got a lot done. Uh, I know, I know, I know. push-up goal? Twenty nine thousand in a month. Yep, that it was, was technically right. thirty, but see, but I had the look, baby. I will that day. That's yes. why I didn't get the thousand on that day. I don't <laughs> view that, and you say it's a fail. I don't view that as a fail because you got so close to the damn goal. Like, yeah, you might have fell off, but that's not a fail. So uh, the lost weight. I didn't do it by the end of March, like I said I would originally. Yep. You know, pregnant wife. I just I wasn't I wasn't strong enough for it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't fight it. My systems weren't strong enough, but. Today I'm at 200 pounds, so looking. I achieved too. it. It took a while sometimes, yep. so we got stuff done. Yeah, no, def- definitely, definitely got stuff done. Um, but I'm I'm in the market for a big year. Are you now a big year? So what's a big yeah. year look like for you? Are we diving into that? Yeah, I think we should. 
big year 2021 are we going to make absurd goals that we didn't achieve again this year or what <laughs> no um but again I, I think it's good to you know you take you take the losses on the chin right yeah i'm making a bold goal but bold it's goal. achievable i like that bold goal it's achievable it's smart but i'm gonna make a couple bold ones. what does smart stand for michael i'm gonna grow six inches <laughs> i'm just kidding what does uh, smart, smart stand stands for? for specific measurable attainable realistic Tactical. Hey, I like tactical. What is take? timeline? Timeline, yeah, same thing. Yeah, Tony to the timeline. All right, so how are we going into this? What is David Regina? What does a big year look like for you for 2021? All right, so let's start. We'll start personal, right? And personal. within personal goals, I think fitness falls into that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would say you know things that you want to work on within your character, mm -hmm. that type of stuff. So I'm talking a big year. As a whole, obviously, as a um, <laughs> as a dad and a husband as well. Okay. Uh, but the first one, because I always use it as my tool to grow personally. Yes. That is fitness, right? People view it as strictly fitness. I view it literally as a tool for personal growth, right? Because I know that not only is that going to make me stronger physically, but even better, I'm going to be mentally tougher. I'm going to be emotionally tougher. And it, that translates to every other thing in my life. So I want to put it out there. And Mike's going to say it's easy. <laughs> Am I? I want to get 260 full-blown workouts in. For the year. I love that terminology. Full-blown. Well, full-blown workouts. Because a lot of people say, I'm going to do something active every day, which is great. Kudos to you. But I'm talking of, I'm talking. <laughs> so, you said that's so condescending. Great. <laughs> kudos to you. No, seriously. Kudos to you for doing something active every day, yeah. right? I hope I'm active every day. But I'm talking a full-blown workout for 260 days out of 365 days in the year. Okay. So that turns out to five workouts a week. Okay. Right? But for 52 weeks. Um, okay. So that's just a personal goal that I know is attainable. I know that I'm going to reach it. But that adds confidence every like, you know, the first day in January when I work out, that's one out of 260. Mm -hmm. And I just get closer to that 260 number. Um, this one is going to be hard, though. It's still in fitness. I want to get down to 10 percent body fat. Love that. And it's tough. And I need your advice here. Talk to me. So I got on the. um scale with the i don't know it had all these electrodes things on it i don't know but i get on it and it measures my body fat right so i did it after i worked out over at level fitness shout out to you guys i was i want to say 13.4 percent body fat mm -hmm. and i was like okay this is this is good because before i was 12 7 got down to 11 2 I don't think I've ever walked around 10% body fat unless I was in high school and I was like super skinny, mm -hmm. right? You remember those days. Yeah. But then they tell me, listen, man, these numbers are great, but do it before you work out because the numbers are going to be in your favor even more. So okay. I did it the next day. Wait, why the, would they be before you work out more? I don't know. They just said that would be the best way to do it is before you work out first thing in the morning. Got it. Right. So you don't have anything in your system. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it, it made sense. So I was, I was excited, Mike. So I do it again and I was all the way up to 14.7. Listen, I'm telling you that Pelly. <laughs> it's adding. So I'm somewhere in between the 13 and 14.7 mark right now. Yeah. See, I, the only thing about the body fat challenge, which I'm in, I'm absolutely in, but you're going to get down to 10%. Yeah. I like it. Here's the problem. I don't know 
if our measuring methods are accurate. I nothing drives me more crazy than doing something and then not knowing if it's I was correct. so upset. You're you're exactly right because I was pissed. I'm and like, it could have been wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm gonna guess that it's somewhere in between, but now I guess I have to do it again twice, right? I should do it again, like. Every month I'm going to do it. See, I would want to weigh in like every week, body per- percent. Or like I would like to do it. I like to do things often. So whatever we do to try to figure it out, mm-hmm. I would have to do it constantly. And we got to do it the same way, right? Like we have to get like a scale that kind of does the same thing. Yeah. Like if it's, I don't know how accurate a scale is, but I would imagine if you're on the same scale, maybe it's a little more accurate. Mm-hmm. But getting down to that type of body fat percentage, A is going to be difficult. And then B, the area of uh, error, like if it's off by 2%, that's a lot. Oh, that's a major. You know, if that's you're major. 8 versus 10, that's huge as far as everything. I don't think we're getting down to 8. No, but it, point whatever, right? So if it's like 10.20, there's probably multiple decimal points yep. in a body fat percentage yep. thing. I would guess. I don't know. Yeah. I've so never done it. Let's put it out there officially. I'm going 10% April 1st. Okay. All what right. what how much do you think you're going to weigh at 10% body fat? I can't get below 220. You can't. No, I so mean it's I can't. Be... No, no, no. I I can. Of course I can. But, but... I think you're going to have to because no. are you going to be able to add muscle yes. so that you think it's going to be a muscle add yep. fat loss but stay the same way. So See, I, I think ha- you're going to lose weight. I have to take month 1 to try what I believe to work. Yeah. Gauge it and then reevaluate it. And tweak it a little bit. Yeah. So the first month, I'm going to do what I believe I I know is going to work, right? I could be wrong. Um, But it's keeping my protein level high, Mm -hmm. my carbs low, which I typically do, but now I have to restrict them even more. Yeah. But then my fat content actually actually has to be pretty high. Really? Yeah. My... my, um, Good fats. my, My healthy fats. Exactly. Saturated fat. Okay. Is the bad fat. This is good though. This is gonna incor this goal, which I'm in, is going to incorporate well with my other goal for that. So that's good. And I'll get into that after. But so I think I have a good system in place already and I'm in a good groove where I just need to tweak some stuff mm-hmm. and incorporate more fitness and then I'll be good. Yes. But I think I'm gonna go for a weight I'm gonna shoot for a weight number two. What is that? Because I think for me to get down in that low, I need to be at like one ninety. I don't know. Well, first thing you got to measure yourself first, because that's the that see where you're at now. Because yeah. I mean, if you're at twelve percent or twenty percent, that's gonna yeah. be a Do big difference. Do you think difference. there's possible that I'm at like a twenty percent at two hundred pounds? Do you think I'm just yes? Is, is it possible? So am I'm, I betting? Am I getting into another bet where I'm gonna be like, holy hell, I'm forty percent body fat. <laughs> I'm literally just a blob. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, I look like I'm functional in fitness, but it's literally just I have. They call that um. Skinny fat. Yeah. Do you, right? Are you calling me skinny fat? No, no, no. I'm not calling you skinny fat. You, you look great. But if I had to guess, <laughs> if I had great. to guess, I would say you're Yeah, like give me a ballpark. 18%. Really? That yeah. high? Yeah, I think so. Because remember, 15 to 17%. You think it's in my legs? What? Do you think it's my legs? <laughs> yeah, definitely in the in, in the dairy. In the dairy air. I do have some big thighs. <laughs> in the dairy air. Okay. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fifteen they, they say like fifteen percent is athletic. So, Dude, you're calling me not athletic. <laughs> no, At no, least no. the very least, I'm athletic. Fifteen to seventeen percent is athletic. Wow, you so, said I'm over. So no, what is eighteen? I'm gonna laugh when we my man the gets in. on there and he's twenty two percent, and he's like, he's like, yo, you were right. It's just it can't take a read. It's like, how's this possible? <laughs> no, but Damn. the ten percent is gonna be tough. Um, I'm not gonna. We're not competing. We're doing this together. Yeah, and, yeah. We both want to yes, get there. And by the way, 
we want to encourage everybody. It's the start of the year, right? And if you did wait, join in with us. You don't have to get down to 10%, but I had posted the other yeah, day good. Um, just saying, you know, would anybody in- be interested in putting themselves out there? So what we're looking for is people to actually email us or DM us. Let us know how much weight you want to lose. And, join and we will have a conversation every single week. Yeah. And see the progress. We'll check in with the people. I and like then that. I want to actually total the entire weight loss oh, between be this group, right? Yeah. Say we got say we got like 20 people to join us. And by the end of this challenge, we lost 500 pounds as a as a crew. That'd be pretty cool. I think that's really cool. I think it's something that can motivate people um, and encourage others. And that's just what we're looking to do. We're accountability partners. We want you guys to join us. So if that's the case, are you in? Yeah. If we get down to 10, I'm taking my shirt off on this. We'll podcast. just do the podcast. I'm just going to do it with my shirt off. Yeah. We'll just I'm going to have the- this, but no shirt. <laughs> just, just the vest, right? If I get down to 10 in time for about like when it's going to start getting warm out and like COVID's hopefully gone. I will be seen without a shirt all the time. I've been saying it. My favorite, I wasn't able to do it. One, because I didn't look that good with my shirt off this year. I thought you looked fine. (laughs) You're perfect. But really what I'm looking forward to is I see myself walking on the beach. Beard is dangling nice. Backwards hat. And I have the... um, Backwards hat. (laughs) No, this is the look that I'm, I'm envisioning, right? My daughter... On my um, what's it called? The the, the carrier, tactical, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the carrier, the tactical carrier, and just walking down the beach, and then people being like, "Look at that fit dad!" Wow, that's, <laughs> that's what you're going for. That's what I want. <laughs> I want people to see me and be like, "He must be athletic. <laughs> <laughs> he must be below fifteen percent body yeah, fat." Yeah. Um, that's a good goal though. I like that. Uh, the body fat percentage thing is a fun one because I've never done that. Me neither. So it's going to be uncharted territory I've, for I've both of us. I've never done it, um, but I think it's. It's cool as we get older. Is that an insane goal? Are we like I don't have any reference point for can we pull up pull up a picture 10, of someone with ten percent body fat? <laughs> Mike's I need a reference. Already, I'm getting worried. Like, Holy hell. Yeah. I'm but getting worried. Ten percent body fat. So I, while you're looking that up, I'll talk about my goal for a personal goal for being active. I want to do average ten thousand steps a day for the entire year. So if I I want to do ten thousand day minimum, that's a lot. Some days I'm gonna do more. Wait, wait, wait. How many miles is that? Steps? 10,000 steps? How many miles? Is it? Well, 5,280 Oh, 10,000 steps isn't that many for a day. I all, oh. 10,000 steps? Well, I did that competition with, um, you know, there was a crew who did a running competition. I walked, and I did like 90 miles in a month, and I just smashed everyone because all I did was walk. <laughs> what is there, Are these people absolutely ripped? <laughs> um, so mine's going to be, I want to get to 10,000 steps a day, average. That seems pretty accurate right there. 25 i might be 25 <laughs> um holy hell <laughs> okay yeah 10, so mike is looking not... mike is looking at a photo that yeah. i pulled up with the different uh Damn, percentages I mean, I might be and like what 25. males look like but you're not you don't have those abs no hell you're no. not 12 let me see can you take your shirt no, off you no, don't no, have to no. be on camera just, just ate sushi up. i just ate sushi let me see so we all just ate sushi. wait let me see that do you think you do you have abs not like that then you're not 12 no, I said I'm between 13 yeah, and 15. Yeah, you might be 15. I bet you I'm 15 because if I flex real hard, I have a couple abs. <laughs> I'm athletic. 25 is pretty close to 15, <laughs> though. Like it's, you're like, it's one good meal to go from 15 to 25. Oh, uh, easy, so right? on a Sunday, I might be like a 30, and then on like a normal day, I might be more in the 
the 15 range. So I just gave Mike a visual. He was able to look at what 10, oh. 10% looks like. <laughs> Nine and a half. This dude is ripped. Ripped, right? I know. It's crazy. I don't know if... I mean, we said it, right? Yeah, whatever. And what's worst case? We do a goals episode at the end of the year and say we didn't do it? <laughs> yeah, we just <laughs> delete the episode. Tell him it malfunctioned. Um, okay, that's a good one. So right. incorporated that. I'm going to do my 10,000 steps a day, um, which there's this whole thing about... I, there's a terminology. It's called NEAT. It's like when you're not actively working out it's just a lifestyle um optimization thing mm -hmm. and i have a standing desk so the, i'm gonna when i get the apple watch the standing up time is gonna be interesting yeah back and forth Can like just do that right the, you know with the baby bounce around once the baby starts walking you know yeah, go, chasing her. the amount of times i get up and down from sitting down is insane yep. how are you how many times are you picking up rattles like in toys from the uh, bouncer that they throw off, my you whole just whip it off. Yeah, 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 and then you put it there, and then it's just gone the next second. Yeah, right. Oh, by the way, jump roping counts as steps too. That's true. Which... But officially, I have lost terribly. Callie is saying, "Mama, mama, oh, yeah, mama." So hopefully, Livy will come through for the dads mm -hmm. and say, "Dad, dad first. That would because, be nice. Because Callie, I tell you, she is nowhere near any duh sound of anything. Duh. Nothing. Yeah. So uh, you're you're all we got left. I got no shot though too because we no. call her little mama. So there's no way. And that's what Karina said. She said yeah. I call her mama, and I yeah. call her mama too. So yeah. which yeah, is kind why. of a weird nickname for your daughter because you're like, "What's up, mama?" And then you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's weird." So yeah. we might have to change it. Um, call her dad. So the ten percent thing is gonna be fun. I, we have to figure out the scale thing because yeah. that's for me. As we know, I like to measure myself constantly. Mm -hmm. I have the calorie stuff going. I think I think I'm in a good position to try to get this. Mm. That's a lot. Though. I think so. Ten percent's a lot. Um, circling back on the personal goals. Yes. Right. I just want to put it out there that last year I said I wanted to focus on becoming a better listener. Mm. Failed miserably at that. <laughs> I believe that I have gotten better than I was last year. Not perfect by any means, but I would say that that's an accomplished goal because a lot of progress was made. Yeah. This year, I want to build off of that success and choose empathy, like I said before. Mm -hmm. That is the hardest thing that I believe it, it, it basically ties into the fitness in a negative way because the fitness mindset is the tool for personal growth, but it's a very push, 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 keep going, keep going mentality. Whereas empathy is taking a step back and seeking to understand mm. where somebody is coming from. It's like the okay. opposite of, of that. So it's tough for me, yeah. but it's something that I'm going to choose. My therapist, mm -hmm. shout out, his name is Mike. Right. Yeah, we know him. We your know therapist. Mike, Mike yeah. Pirelli. You know, no wonder you have all these issues. I'm your but therapist. So <laughs> Mike laid it down for me, and he said, "You know, it, it's incredible to me that you set these goals and you do a good job doing it, right?" And he goes, "You, it's so easy for you to set these fitness-based goals, but now if you just took the same mindset and you applied it to the empathy piece or any other goal, you'll be the most successful man in the world." But how do you measure empathy? That's my question. So I said, I said, how do I exactly that? I said, well, how am I going to measure that? He goes, just like you do fitness, right? Your mindset, you've told me that when you say you're going to do 10 or 15 reps, you do 16 reps, right? Mm -hmm. So now when you're in an argument with your wife, right, and you know that you have to walk out of that argument, you have to sit in that uncomfortable space 
just as you would in that fitness mindset and do that extra rep. Now you do the extra rep in your marriage and you stay there and you choose empathy versus walking away. <laughs> I was leading in my head. I'm like, is he saying sit down and argue a little more? Because <laughs> I do that already. <laughs> right? He's like, yeah, I'm winning. But you understand? Yes. So yeah. when he put that to me like that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah. And it, it's so true. that, And that's why I believe fitness, again, this, this should be the, the title. <laughs> I've said it 500 times. Yeah is a tool for personal growth. So if I apply that same mindset to this empathy piece, mm. I'll be good. Love it. Bringing it to you. That's good. You said something uh -oh. at the beginning, uh, well, that was the end of 19 going into 20, that about your time. Yes. Right? And I think looking in, yeah. I mean, look from the outside in, I think you did a tremendous job with that. Can you speak on that a little Thank bit? Thank you. Yeah. Um, yes. Thank you. I am getting much better well, at first protecting my time. Yeah. Um, that was my theme for this year, uh, protect your time. So one of the things that I did was I had the tough conversation with my company and basically decided to work on my own stuff. So I, you know, by doing that, I controlled my schedule more, uh, which is a big plus because now I'm not, I'm not, um, to some extent clients dictate where your schedule is to some extent, but a lot of the times I was working with other people to cover them. So I was getting thrown things and not able to plan as well as I would have liked. And it took me away from family stuff that I wasn't able to plan ahead of time and work around it, right? So by doing that, I freed up that. Um, I said no to, or I, I unfortunately told my networking groups I can no longer be a part of this. I love what we did. I enjoyed meeting everyone, but it just doesn't make sense with the new schedule with the baby. Um, I want to spend more time with my family and as much benefit potentially can come out of it. It's just not a great use of my time at the moment. So everyone was very understandable. I said no to two of those. Um, you know, there's, uh, with the baby going in, I used to go into the office sometimes when I woke up and go in super early. That was to avoid push-ups. It would be twofold to avoid push-ups <laughs> and show them doing something. But I, to some extent still do it because the baby now sleeps at 730. Um, but staying with the baby until Dana's up and we do a swap and I get into the office a little later. Um, I just have to do a little, a couple more things earlier on and be a little more organized to make sure. So the biggest thing is saying no to the wrong stuff, right? So like I used to travel pretty far to do things or take on certain projects or like I was approached by someone in my company to work with them on a deal and being able to say no to that now versus in the past, I would say yes to everything mm -hmm. has made my life. I mean, still, it's still a very stressful business, but being able to control what you put yourself into as far as deals, you're able to control it a little better. And by being in control a little better as far as what deals, and I'll give an example, um, you're able to protect your time a little more. For example, I realize that not all deals are created equally. If there's a property that is vacant, meaning no one's in the property, and you could put a key box on it, Yes, I'm going to show the property when it makes sense. But when I am not able to show the property, it can still be shown. Mm. So my time for a listing where it's vacant, the return on that is a lot better than when I have someone who's, for example, a 90-year-old client. And every time I show it, I have to work around them or get them out of the property or just be at every showing. So that neither are wrong, but I would take a higher priced more aggressive, tougher to sell vacant property than a higher priced property with someone in it. Makes sense. I have the luxury of being a little farther along my career to make that decision now, but that is a big thing that 
this year I've had the luxury of doing and has helped me protect it a little more. That being said, business is growing. The market is insane. So although I'm protecting my time, I've worked more than I've ever worked. Mm -hmm. Especially, I came from an appointment today. To do a listing appointment, it's not uncommon, but this late in December is insane. And the conversation is, I'm going to get your house in the market in January, January 1. Insane. Yep. So although I got so good at that, it didn't feel like I made progress because I still worked every weekend for mm -hmm. 52 weekends. So that's been a struggle because although I'm making progress, it feels like I took a step back, even though I didn't really. Right. I'm just, I have more volume right now. So the way I'm trying to counteract that into 2021 is I'm really focusing on Greenwich and Stanford, but you know, Greenwich will get the priority. So anything coming up, mm -hmm. I've been referring out everything um, from now on. You know, I still have a couple of deals I'm working on that are outside of my areas, but 2021, I won't be taking any new things on just because it doesn't, I can't, you know? Yep. Um, the other thing I want to mention about failing is this year I've lost more listings and listing appointments than ever before by like double, but it's because I'm in the position to do that now and I've gained more than I've ever had. But it's a weird dynamic when you're failing more than you ever failed, but you're making progress. It's so bizarre. So like this mental talk we talk about, yep. by having that, you're able to push through, but it's so weird because you're like, holy hell, I just lost you know, four deals. But the in, volume's different. Yeah, you lose four deals in a month mm -hmm. and you close, you still close three. You did three, which is more than one you did last year, but you lost four, which was more than one last year. Yep. So it's weird. It's a bizarre, that, well, it's that a numbers game. Makes a lot of but sense. But it's very bizarre. Now, question for you. What is the focus on a personal level, on a goal, if last year was the time, what is this year for you? So this year's still the time because of the baby. So mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed spending as much time as possible with the baby. Do you have any different verbiage? Yes. So the this year, instead of protect your time, it's return on time. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to look at is like, like I was saying with listings or, you know, events with Dana. If I'm doing something, I want it to be impactful, right? So rather than say, it's great to like hang at home, but can we do something that's going to be memorable? Dana's going to enjoy herself. We'll get the baby out you know, to be with my parents instead of staying in and having dinner together. Can mm -hmm. we go out to dinner with the family? So I get to hang with the family. I get to hang with the baby. Is there a better way to do stuff where you're getting and the return on that time is like happiness, enjoyment, fulfillment. Yep. Whereas work-wise, it's like, yes, I have an appointment this weekend. Does it make sense to make that appointment happen versus doing this other thing with my family, which is tough because there's, you know, the opportunistic view. Yeah. So this year, the, t the theme is to return on time. I love it. I love it. Um, let's move professional. All right. We set the uh, personal goals. Now, professional includes business. You just spoke a lot on business and everything that you said just made a ton of sense. And it was well said, well thought out. And I think you're going to, I mean, I don't know how it's possible, but you're going to have an even better year than the explosive year you already had in 20. Either that or I'm going to burn out. I was just going to say, either that or we're just blowing this thing up. I don't know. Burn out. <laughs> One of the two. Um, so from a professional standpoint, it, it's kind of hard for me to speak, um, I guess, exactly what it's going to be because I, I can't put too yeah. much out there. Yeah. Um, just because it is government-based and I, you know, I, I don't want to do too much. And I, I 
I know people at work, they are privy to the podcast and that's great. So I don't want to say anything that could potentially offend people with that. I will say say, (laughs) with that, I will say that I am, I am seeking a new opportunity. Nice. Full blown opportunity. I'm talking a, whether it's a new job role or new job title, I prefer that to be within the same municipality that I'm in. Mm -hmm. But if it is not, I'm still seeking that. Mm -hmm. I'm at a place where I believe that a four year sitting in this role now, I am destined for more. Mm -hmm. And this could happen through a couple different things. This could happen through a vacancy within our municipality. Um, This could happen through recruitment of another municipality. But I feel that I have too much loaded in my mental gun Right. Yeah. yeah. You understand? I don't mean to laugh. You just sometimes you say stuff, and I'm like, "That's a hilarious visual." I would never say it that way, but I know what you're saying. You, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I just I don't mean to laugh. No, I I, I, I have too much value that is just sitting upstairs right now, loaded in your mental gun <laughs> that needs to be applied to the workplace. Okay. Right. New programs, new initiatives, new things, and I mean, it's just time that. I am not only compensated, you know, in that way, but my mind doesn't ever get to a complacent point mm-hmm. to where I just am like, you know what? Yeah, I'm great where I'm at. Yeah. Four years of sitting in the same role. Yeah, there's, you know, salary adjustments here and there. Um, I- I'm ready for something new. So I wanted to put that out there because it's not going to be easy by any means, but I'm ready for it. And I know that if I put that work in to get it, that something is coming my way. I like it. That's a great personal goal or professional goal, excuse me. Um, and I need to load some stuff in the mental gun. <laughs> you like that one, huh? I like that. You like so, that. Uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you want to beat the previous year, usually, right? So for me, um, I, this is kind of business, kind of personal. I, The goal is to, to get the next property this year. So last year was tough. There's a lot of readjusting, you know, moving out of the salaried position, stipend type thing. Mm-hmm going 100% commission. Um, but space-wise, you know, renovation should be done and our house should be ready to be rented if we make that option. It's just a matter of getting the next property and either moving into that um, or renting that property out. Most likely moving into the next house because mm-hmm. it'll help us with space with the baby. Um, and then we can generate some income from our previous house, which we are everything we did was to prep it to rent it out. So we're tenant-proofing it currently. We're converting a fireplace to gas, so it's a little safer. You're doing the opposite of what I'd love to do. Yeah, but this is for your personal use, right? Yes, like yeah. my lens of what we're doing, and I always joke with Dana. I'm like, yeah, it's great. You pick this stuff out. We're not going to be here that long. Who knows? We we might not buy a house this year, and it's fine. My goal is to get one so that we can get the income from our last house. Um, so there's a couple different things going on. We have a neighbor's house that came on the market right next to us, which may be an option. Um, there's a family home that we're trying to sell currently that fell through that if it sticks around long enough, maybe that's an option, um, or something completely new. So that's a big goal personally, um, and professionally because it, it lends all the real estate stuff is going to live within the, the Mike Prelly Grant real estate brand. So all of it's going to be an investment property. Um, the next house is going to either be the forever house kind of thing or another stepping stone to get to the house. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. So that's that one. And then work-wise, um, 
the commercial goals, I think I'm going to hold off. I know that now I'm open to selling a building, but I don't want to try to lease anything. So that's good. Um, residential wise, I want to beat my previous years. Um, I can't disclose stuff, but beat the, the commission, previous year's right? commission. Yep. Um, and on top of that, uh, you know, the Mike, the um, tell Mike sent you, I wanted to do, I think 10 episodes. I said, I think we're at like 20. So that's been a good Phenomenal success. show, by the way. Thank you. I have to give credit like we do for this, uh, you know, with our wizard here. Yep. Um, my uh, partner in that is uh, Chris Jones. He's been great. Um, he's been, you know, we're going to do a lot more video. Great name. For listening. Chris Jones, right? Yep. Chris Jones. Hilarious. And he's a nice, he's local, nice yep. guy. Um, so that is an arm that I was putting in place that isn't a different business. It's just a compliment to what we're already doing. Mm -hmm. The next thing that I am working on in the background is doing a um i call it green witch capital and it is a funding arm of my real estate stuff where i can actually give the seller of the property primarily condos the money to do the renovation so that we can sell their property and then recoup that cost with a little benefit so that's the i'm preparing that it's not an additional business yep. it's just a tool right within my business so Makes that's sense. how is a uh, question how how is Greenwich Capital going to feel about that one? That's why I said Green Witch Capital. But is it spelt? It's spelled green, green and, then, and witch. then witch. Yes. Gotcha. So it's a plan words. My mom worked for Greenwich Capital, which was a huge <laughs> hedge fund in town. Right. It made a ton of money. So I think it's tongue in cheek. It's kind of funny. Um, so that's something that it's not a ton of work to put that in place. Yeah. But I would like to close one deal. One. See, I'm setting it up five. One deal to prove out that um, because there is some risk involved. Mm-hmm. I want to do one deal on a very small scale with a condo. So that's that strategy for the real estate stuff. So it's just beat the previous year in commissions yep. and then roll out this new arm, um, which hopefully is going to help me beat the previous year because I'll have another tool. Right. So we'll see. I love that. No, yeah. th those are great avenues. And again, it's another tool in the toolbox. Yeah. Right? And it's all, they all complement each other, right? Yeah. Like if I'm doing what I'm doing enough in the real estate world, we'll have the capital to be able to buy the next house. Yep. If we buy the next house, we'll be flexible enough where, you know, we're getting income from our previous house and rent. You know, it all, mm -hmm. if it all doesn't, it all works together if I'm doing it right. Yep. If I'm not, we're just. Yeah. yeah. No. And, um, you know, a big, uh, a big part of us professionally is the No News podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so on that note, I think we want to, I, I have some specifics in the uh, holster up here, Michael. Yeah, love it. And I want to work the um, the Apple reviews, mm, right? That's a good one. And I, I think later down the road, we'll we'll talk about tactics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to get to at least 500 Apple reviews. Okay. Um, you know, that, that puts us in a position to now. Now, it's, now that we have the content, mm -hmm. it's all about word of mouth, spreading the word, and now ultimately reaching the masses, mm -hmm. right? So I want to work on that. Um, Instagram, I mean, great growth this year. I expect us to be 25,000 with extreme engagement next year. Love right. It. So loft, lofty goals, mm -hmm. but it's based off of data or data that is data our, sounds more like data, data, data driven. Yeah. Data driven. Well, it, it, it is true. It's, it's data driven from last year's numbers times a certain amount. I mean, whether it's one and a half or, or two, but still keeping it realistic is always the biggest thing. Um, and then obviously us putting episodes out. I mean, we put what, 45 out this year, CV? 
It's pretty good. Right? That's great. Um, I would eventually like to get to, you know, 52 because that'd be one a week. Yeah. So we had a couple a couple weeks off. Yeah. Um, I'll blame the kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I think us getting to that point, uh, any, anything on your end with I would no, like to, no snooze? I've been kind of uh, doing a lot of the YouTube stuff, yep. and I would, I'm fine. I would like to keep doing or... I'm happy to help still with the uh, or lead the posting of the episode and like optimization because I've enjoyed that and it's helped with my other stuff that I do for the real estate. So mm-hmm. it's been complimentary. Um, I think this year I want to focus on getting our uh, merch rocking like yeah. pretty good because I, lo- I enjoy that a lot and I feel like it's a good return on our time because of the amount of people that have rocked the outfits yeah. or like been seen in public. It's and it's fun, right? Like I love dropping new merch and hyping it up and. You know, we didn't have enough time to do like commercials and shoots. And so that'd be a fun thing to uh, kind of lead. So I would say the goal for that would be maybe, I don't know if it's a, you help me out with this. Do you think it's a volume of how many things we sell or a volume of sales? Yeah. I think we take the number of total sales. Yeah. Double it for this year. And yeah, you know, put it or number, whatever, put it, put a number on All right, it. We'll figure that out. Um, but I yeah, would like yeah, to do something I, that I think that's, avenue. that's the way to go. Um, and I think a, a conversation happens professionally on our level with you know what are the adjustments that we're all making because yeah. at the end of the day we do this part-time so we expect part-time results yeah i'm, I'm a firm believer on that yeah right true. if this was if this was a full-time full-time investment i do think that this would be you know uh, very well ahead of where we're at right now but yeah. we're we're happy with with the progress oh yeah um but i i see that a lot with people that i speak to right you put in part-time work and you expect a full-time result and that's never going to happen. If you get good enough at certain things, you can get that to happen. But that absolutely comes through the yeah with time. However, yeah, yeah. However, you need to set the ground to get them all fired up. No, 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 no. That's a good debate. But I believe not right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. There will always be that groundwork. You know, groundwork has to be put in. You have to lead and understand the charge yourself before we could then delegate it to somebody else. Um, but now, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with you know passing some stuff off to uh yeah to justin Pumped over here yeah and i i think it's a um you know it, it's definitely a good thing we got to get him on uh on camera he's used to the yeah. camera by the way yes um he is a uh a, an actor himself yeah and justin what was the uh the um series you were on ghost writers ghost writers ghost writers i gotta on watch apple, it still we apple should have TV? a viewing party Apple TV. Go watch, um, support, yeah. and, and go go follow my boy. He, he's a, he's a good looking guy. What's what's, what's the Instagram, the handle? Justin? Justin Sanchez official. Wow, on Instagram, spelled like how you would think it'd be spelled, not like Dave spelling. Like yeah, you know what? You know what we'll do? We'll we'll take a little story. We'll tag him in there. Okay, so. I love it. Um, that that's a good point too. Is this year with the return on time theme, kind of replacing us for certain parts of the business. <laughs> and focusing on more of stuff that we enjoy. I see you putting a, a just a, a stick figure with a with a beard just here. here. Yeah, and then you're just gonna just talk talking to it. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be in your house recording an episode with Dave, just like. So yeah. that guy, uh, the the Tim Ferriss guy, that I like his whole thing's like the four hour work week. With to some extent, it's helpful, but yeah. somewhat not realistic. There's another guy who talks about the Pareto principle, which means that twenty percent of your efforts result in eighty percent of the results. And figuring out what that 20% is and leaning into that. 100%. So like with the real estate stuff, and I I talk about it all the time, but that's what I think about because that's where the biggest thing in my uh, use of my time is replacing myself in all social media fronts for real estate. 
So just getting someone and making them do only all my real estate stuff, Mm -hmm. because although I can do it, it's not the best use of my time anymore. Just like for you with the um, Instagram, at some point, it's not the best use of time. Can we talk about that real quick though? Because I I struggle. Yeah. Even though I let you call me delegation Dave. Oh my God, you're good. (laughs) See, that's I'm adopting all that because I'm like, well, no, no, it's good, but. And people know this, you know, who, who who work with me on a on a professional level at work. I hold things so close, and I would be nervous. It's hard to put something into somebody else's hand. Yeah, just knowing that now people still think it's you know they they think we're on the Instagram, so now our name is obviously tied to it, and we're still yeah. on the Instagram. It's not, of course, but. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with handing it over and say like, hey, you know, Justin, go pick a clip and now caption this. No, no, but I'm not saying that, right? Like what I do for the, at least the real estate stuff, I'll make, I know what video we're posting. Mm -hmm. They're just posting it. It's the clerical part of it, right? Like you have a system. If you get someone, you say you post these clips, you're still the filter, but you're just not the time it takes to prep it write everything out. You're just approving stuff. Yeah. The my, my point in saying this is that that's actually something that I'm working on. Me too. It's just, hard. Just yeah. the, the delegation piece, you know, I do have down, but it's also I, I need to learn how to let go a little bit. Yeah. Because well, because you work so hard to build what you built and then you, you also, yeah. you want to be authentic with it. But you could still respond to people's messaging, the DMs or right. whatever. Oh, if yeah. You, no, and I enjoy that. Yeah. So whatever, you, but I'm saying I don't enjoy pushing as much as I push out on mm-hmm. social media platforms yep. because of all the things now that are going on. And it's just a big drainage of time. Yeah. So finding some, but a lot of it's like, how do you structure that? There's things I have to figure out to do that the right way. Um, but you know, you can't get in people's way that know how to do things hopefully yep. better than you. CV, for example, we're not going to start editing the videos and doing the, you know what I mean? You find someone that's really good at it mm-hmm. and you give them the reins and then it's you're here or there to help and point things out, but you just got to, you know, I don't want an employee. That's the big thing that I'm trying to figure out. It's like, I don't want to have someone that I works for me. I want someone that works with me and somehow it benefits them in their pursuit and they're incentivized based on something we agree upon. Preach my brother. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I know I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to manage people. I want to be partners with people so that whatever we always talk about this. And Mm -hmm. we're like, what we're like, CV, what do you like to do? What can we do that helps you? Dave, what are you trying to approach? And we always try to strategize that. Mm-hmm. The social media thing, I love, and I'm very ha- happy that it's where we are because of it. But as you know, the time it takes to do this stuff, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yep. And it's not going to get easier. And that's no. that. So that's no. where I was also going to. Like, yeah, it only the, gets harder. The part-time work is great for the part-time results, but now we need to find a way to continue that progress yeah. and continue moving forward. Scale up. So now it's, yes, we work so hard, but it's okay. Well, how can we work a little bit smarter, but still harder? I hate that term work. What is it? Work smart, not hard. Smart, not harder. Yeah. I believe that you have to work smart and you have to work hard. Yeah. Or right? e- so efficiently. It's, yeah. it's finding that balance to now create a new success and a new ceiling of something that was already great. Yeah. And then where does that ever plateau? And when do you become too content? And I think a lot of people just give up. Yeah. At that point, yeah, you know, even with podcasts, they say ninety nine percent of podcasts fail because they just stop yeah. doing it. Yeah, well, our our big thing that I think we need to tick off is the location, right? Because as much as we enjoy coming to your house, the cafe's open. <laughs> Shout out Karina for making a great cup of coffee. If she's not around. Dave does as well. Thank you. Thank um, you. but that little thing would make us a lot. It would make our systems a lot easier yeah. in timing and 
you know? So I think that'll be a big thing to see if we can get that knocked out during COVID push. too. It's tough, but yeah, no, I, I get it. A new house too. That if we have, if I get something, that's always a thought in my head. Cause I'm going to need a home office of some sort. And because of the rat, my previous home office got obliterated. <laughs> so now I'm from scratch again. And I'm like, you know what? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, side note, I guess it falls more under, under personal, um, gratitude, something mm. I never want to let go of. Yeah. You know, I'm done with it. I've <laughs> Mike's like no empathy, no gratitude for me, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, no gratitude is something that, you know, I just, I see and I reap the benefits of it on a daily basis and truly being grateful for, for the things that you have and focusing on the things you have versus the things that you don't have, uh, will always get you so much further in life. And it's something that I, I see it and I'm, I just want to put it out there that, I'm going to continue to hold myself accountable to make time every single day to be grateful for exactly where I'm at today. It's mm, a good one. Yeah, the um, I don't really know like the vague stuff. I think one of the things I need to work on is just speaking less, which is funny to say because we have a podcast and I'm <laughs> shooting all this content for like real estate stuff, but listening more before reacting to things, right? Like even in deals and everything, hearing someone out first, asking follow-up questions, then giving. Sometimes I jump and give my opinion before I know the whole picture and buy the back and forth. Then you get the whole picture and you change that response. I'd like to give more concise responses to things. It's, and that's the three-piece suit talking because you, I feel like if you do a three-piece suit, you listen, yep. you put your cigarette out, and then you respond. Yeah, I, Preaching right now. I love it. Um, it it's the reaction versus versus the response right like yeah we're very quick to react and we don't take enough time to really genuinely respond and dana i love you to death i'm gonna work on listening to you and not trying to solve it because i still i still fall into that trap i think we all every goddamn time there's an issue i'm like just do this or just do that just don't say anything how yep. hard is it for me not to say, i'm already doing it i'm already talking it's hard it is hard um but the the no snooze um you know lifestyle mindset so beneficial yeah. just for, for me on a personal level, you know, always having that mentality in my head and applying that to everything I do. It's just something that I never, I never want to stop it. Yeah. You know, and I have to shout out my mother because she says something that as you get older and you hear the thing over and over, it changes meaning. And I don't mean it to come off as like, if you're rich, you don't have problems. It's more of a way to think. And there's like, it's a gratitude part. She always says like, if it can be fixed with money or like time, don't worry. You know, if it's a health thing, that's when you get worried. If it's, you know, don't stress. Mm -hmm. If a rat bites through your water pipe and you get displaced for a month, it's uncontrollable. Do? Fix it, get a plumber in there and you fix it. If your heat goes out, you know, and, as you get older, turn you, the switch back on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I thank God you said that. So this uh, Max, who's also a young real estate guy in the Greenwich scene, um, and he's crushing it. Smart kid, really smart, way smarter than I am. Um, I must just outwork you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's good. Um, he said that he. I don't. I forget what he said. I think he did the same thing, or so. Oh no, he took your trick of. Don't kill me, Max, for saying this. Paying the guy. And saying, like, oh, I'll give you this. Like, oh, so he listens to the podcast. Yes. He he recently started listening. He was always supportive of it, but yep. he's outdoing. And now that he has downtime, he listened to that episode. And he said he pulled it off and it worked. And Shout he said his wife you, was also mortified. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that'll never yeah. go away because that will always happen with me. Yeah, maybe that's a good goal for me. Stop mortifying my wife. 
That's impossible. Nah, so you already did it today. Yeah, I talking? I know. I get into these debates with people, mm-hmm. and my wife, she just she melts because I'm very. Um, I don't know if aggressive is the right word, but I am. I'm resilient mm-hmm. in a debate. Would you agree with that? I don't know if resilience right word. You're. You're. Yes. You. You're. I'm like relentless. You're more yes, relentless yes, than that resilient. Relent- resilient yeah. means like bouncing back. You don't yeah. pay, go back at all. So. True. I'm sorry. I, I guess, yes, you're right. Relentless would be the, the proper term there. Yeah. Uh, but she she can't stand it because she's just like the nicest person in the world. But she's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. Yeah. I've ever seen. And she's the most committed and dedicated individual in the world. Second to me, but you know. There you go. Uh, general goal, and we're just throwing them out, so I'm going to fill the dead space. Another goal would be with the phone. I've gotten much better this year putting the phone down i put the phone away from me at night because i have to set the alarm because if it's next to me i don't get up yep. so i put it at the other side um and then now when i'm getting home with the watch situation i can see what's going on but i don't need the phone with me nice so put the phone away which i'm getting better the social media thing kind of you know yep i'm still fall guilty of like doing some follows and reactions or response excuse me while we're watching movies mm. Solid. more present be more present i love that my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. New goal, get a, a soundboard. For... <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I meant. This is a perfect segue into 2021. Day one of the new year is the first blank page in your 365-page book. Write a good one. Yeah. I don't read books. I listen to <laughs> No, books. this is you writing a book, not reading it, brother. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to read it, so how would I write it? Uh, so I'm going to go back to Miguelito. because Ito, I, Ito, Ito. Uh, Miguelito's <laughs> mantras. A year from now, you will wish you had started today. Karen Lamb. That's one of the best ones of all time, though. It's Have you, When's the last time you thought about that? Like, it, I've couple times been like oh, i should have started can, that can i tell you yeah the podcast was one of them and i'm looking at, at you guys really? because that was that was something that i knew would haunt me and i was already thinking about doing it like slowly yeah. like starting to think about it and then i thought of that quote really literally thought of that quote about just starting today and i literally the next time i saw you said something to you next time i saw you said something to you then we met up and we applied it so imagine though a year ago, yeah. none of this would have ever happened. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the like wishing if you do something and you wish you started it earlier, you did something right. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Like if you're like, oh, I should have done this earlier, yep. it means you're you're on the right path and you're doing what you love. Yeah, and that's important. And keep doing that. Yeah, doing it with what you love with who you love. That's right. So you just keep staying. Look at those eyes. Keep keep staying with me, my brother. Yes. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up, get after it, and go accomplish some goals. My man. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at no at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.